I'm Alex. I'm Leah. And I'm Allie. And we are three best friends that live in Los Angeles, California. Um, we wanted to start this podcast just because K-pop is our entire world. And that's all we talk about when we're together. And so we thought, why the hell not throw it on the internet and see if anyone else enjoys what we talk about or agree with what we have to say. And we just wanted to do this for fun. Um, this is our first episode, so go easy on us. We're kind of just get in the hang of it. But yeah. Might be a little awkward from time to time. Oh. Apologies. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway. So we have like a lot of really cool ideas for what we want the show to be. So like, for example, like I want to take some episodes or like some part of it when we're speaking and talk about new groups and like smaller groups that I think deserve a lot more like fame or a lot more attention because they put in a lot of work. Um, so that's one idea that I have. And then other ideas that we have, um, basically like giving advice about, uh, if you're already in a, like a, how is it? Seasoned? Yeah. Like a seasoned K-pop fan, like giving advice on like how to, um, go to Korea and do all those things and go into music shows and everything like that. Cause I did go to Korea for that last year. And so I would love to give advice to people who would want to do it. And I can teach you how to do that stuff. Um, Leah went to Korea too. So she can also talk about like her experience as going to the country as a fan and like what we liked to do there and yeah. what was really cool about it and stuff. And then, like, other things we want to talk about, like, uh, I really want to talk about, like, scandals that a lot of people don't want to bring mm-hmm. up and, like, just really a bunch of taboo things that people are really afraid to talk about. Um, so Mistreatment of idols. Completely. Within the industry. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff like that. Like, um, the toxicity of Stan Twitter. <laughs> oh, we could do a full episode on the toxicity within Stan Twitter. Yeah, so, so that one I think we're definitely going to have to go more in depth about, but... Yeah. Yeah, and then, like, other things, like, when a group comes out with a new album, like, reviewing it and giving our opinions and stuff like that. So that's pretty much what this is going to be. Yeah. And with us, we have a lot of groups in common that we'll tell you about in a second. And so we also plan on dedicating um, particular episodes just for one group um, and just talking about, you know, our favorite concepts with them, our favorite music videos, whatever it is. So that's just a little bit, um, a little teaser of what we plan on doing with this show yeah Mm -hmm. so i guess we could start with how we got into k-pop um and why we stuck around yeah okay cool i guess i'll start it off because i'm a pretty big veteran here i guess (laughs) um so i got into k-pop uh around 2008 when shiny debuted they're one of my favorite groups um but yeah, I think I was like seven because I'm 20 now, so I'm still a youngin. Um, I genuinely don't know how I found Shiny and how I got into that stuff. Um, but for a really, really long time, I didn't even know what K-pop was. I think it was really hard for me to comprehend because I was so little that I didn't like. I didn't know anything about the culture. I didn't know anything about like that. I was just listening to these songs that I found like. Um, that I really liked. I guess I just liked the noises and the beats that they would make. Um, yeah, I didn't really start getting into K-pop as a complete fan, maybe, until like 2014 when EXO debuted, but that's always been something that I've listened to and had in the back of my mind. Yeah, so I would say I'm a pretty big second-gen stan because I have been like here for a really long time, 
Um, so I'm one of the, well, I think I'm the only second gen stan here, so I will be defending them a lot. Um, but yeah, that doesn't mean that I don't like new gen groups because, uh, because I just really like all of them in general. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, for me, um, it's kind of random, but basically, oh, I'm Leah, by the way. I'm 23. Uh, <laughs> um, so I used to be really big on Vine um, when it was popular, and I followed a lot of edit accounts for my favorite bands at the time. And then I kind of just stopped using it for a while, and then randomly one day I was like, I wonder what's going on on Vine, and I re-downloaded it. And pretty much every single account that I followed had turned into a K-pop stand. My entire timeline was BTS. And I was like, yo, what happened that every single person left their fandom and became K-pop stands? So I went to YouTube, and the first video that came up for BTS at the time was a comeback stage for Blood, Sweat, and Tears that had just come out in 2016. So ever since then, I have been around because Blood, Sweat, and Tears, cultural reset. Complete cultural Zero. reset. Yeah. Wings albums, crazy. Yeah, so um, had never seen anything like that in my life, and here we are. And I'm Allie, and I'm 25. I'm the oldest one here, and I'm also the latest to get into K-pop. Um, <laughs> I've known about it since 2017. I saw a couple of my friends that were once One Direction stands move on to K-pop, and I was like, okay, a little strange for me, but all right. And I had um, them trying to get me into it for a while, and I was just one of those typical ignorant people that didn't get how you could enjoy something that you don't understand um, and so I was just always like that and I really regret that. I very much wish I got into it sooner. Um, but I got into K-pop last year. Um, I was driving around with Leah and she, <clears throat> sorry, she, uh, was played, was playing music on her phone and Fake Love by BTS came on and I looked at her and I said, this is the one thing we are never going to have in common ever. And she said, <laughs> okay, we'll see about that. And she did. <laughs> and she, uh, not too much after that, she asked me to go with her, um, to the Rose Bowl show for Speak Yourself in LA, day two for BTS. Um, and I went with her and honestly seeing it in real life and experiencing it firsthand, like right in front of my face is the reason why I'm here today. And the second I got home from that concert, I literally downloaded their discography without knowing, I didn't know their names. I didn't know anything about BTS. I didn't know a single song. And I went home and I downloaded their whole discography and watched every possible bit of content I could find. And I've been here ever since. And now K-pop is all I listen to. I genuinely, like, really love that a live show is what got you to, like, stand them. Because it's so... I think live music is so different Yeah. when you, like, hear it. And actually seeing everything in front of you, you get to have, like, such a fresh perspective. Yeah. That was the most incredible show I've ever been to. Like, concerts are my favorite thing in the whole world. And I've never... I've never really been to a show that I didn't know the artist beforehand. And so I was... Bl like, blown away is an understatement. My jaw was on the ground the entire show. Yeah. So... It's also very interesting that a concert can do that to you for songs you don't know the words to. You know, language mm -hmm. aside, not knowing. Because going to a live show and being able to sing along, I feel like is such a big part of why concerts oh, yeah, no, make definitely. you feel the way they do. Yeah. So the fact that you had that same feeling to a group whose songs you had literally never heard before is, mm -hmm. no I idea. mean, BTS. 
It's it's, it's BTS. <laughs> these guys BTS. Get um, a load of these guys. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, I kind of just wanted to touch on why, for all of us, why K-pop is still so prevalent in our mm-hmm. life. Um, because for me, I feel like I didn't realize how completely underwhelming the Western music industry is until I yeah. found K-pop. I mean... Mm-hmm. Um, I think the first, I watched a comeback stage for Blood, Sweat, and Tears first, and first off, a, a comeback stage, foreign just concept. Like, yeah, just that, like, don't know that is. Alone, I was M-Net like, and everything like that, because I think, like, with Mnet yeah. stages, you don't really see that here, unless it's, like, the Grammys, or, like, yeah, the Billboard like, Music Awards, it's like or award anything shows. like that, we don't so you don't really, really see, like, huge, well-thought-out stages. Promotion, promotional, yeah. that in itself, just seeing that, I was like, okay, this is interesting, mm-hmm. and then when I watched the music video, um production on korean music videos um i do not know what the western music industry is doing or why they haven't learned yet um but yeah i think that was just important to touch on because i feel like there's no comparison storyline concepts um albums yeah so much content like so endless amounts of content content. and like the fact that also, like, another thing was, like, it's so easy that they connect a lot more with fans. Like, because they yeah. also, like, so many of them have, like, reality shows. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a really interesting thing to see, especially because, like, reality shows here are so, like, toxic. Yeah. And they all make you want to, like, mm-hmm. like, they all, like, with the editing and everything like that, they make everybody seem so evil. But it's, like, it's not like that mm-hmm. in, like, Korea and everything like that. They make you, like, want to love them more. And so they, like, portray everyone as so sweet and everything like that. Which is not to say that they aren't, because they very well could be. But just, like, everything is so different compared to Western And also, in terms of content, I feel like... Because I I think one of the biggest things with K-pop stands that people who don't like K-pop see them as crazy and obsessive and over-the-top. And Mm -hmm. I think that uh, the reason a lot of people don't understand that concept is because... The content we get from K-pop artists or Korean artists in general is you feel like you know people mm-hmm. based off of how much how much they interact with their fans. Mm-hmm. You feel a sense of like a deeper connection to them than I've ever felt to any 100%. Western artist. It's ever. definitely 100%. overwhelming. 100%. So I think a lot of people as outsiders don't understand that even though, yes, sometimes K-pop fans can be over the top. We know that. I agree. That it's it's because that you feel a lot closer to idols than you feel yeah, to most. I don't know. K-pop artists. marketing is so crazy. It's, <laughs> like also the, it's the a, schedules. That's another thing. Like, like getting a full schedule of what an artist is going to do for a promotional period. I'm like, what? Like there's I, always something to look forward to being yeah, a K-pop fan, and yeah. as as you know, that's just something that all of us I think really crave and especially when you know the crazy year that we've had nothing is really going on there's still everything going yeah. on at the same you time. You also know what's really weird that I kind of thought about recently is that um my friend was watching a music video for um a song the other day mm-hmm. and I walked in and I was like oh like she wasn't reacting at all and I was like do you not like the song she was like the song came out two months ago. I'm just, I like the song, but I'm watching the music video. And I was like, oh my God, I forgot Western artists like put out a song and then a music video like a year later. Yeah. yeah. So like, that's another interesting thing with K-pop oh, is that like a lot like of songs of. debut with a music video. So like you get a full 
reaction like to an entire story. Yeah, I totally, I totally did it's, not realize. I that. literally that didn't. That she was yeah. like not reacting whatsoever, and I was like, "Do you hate this song?" And she was like, "I've been listening to this song for like three months. I don't need to react to the song." And I was like, "Oh, it's the most exciting thing! Like literally, not only." hearing a song for the first time but like watching them sing it for the first time and watching choreography for the first time that's a whole other thing on top of that is choreography that's just something that i was not used to with the other groups that i stand um back in the day as far as western artists like people have talent sure but when you when people like i just can't i just can't get over the dancing the singing a lot of them yeah. are actors. Like, they're, everyone is so such many, a triple threat. Yeah, and it's so multi-talented. And they, like... But they market that, though. They, like, yeah. choose yeah. people that they they know can be multi-talented so that they can, like... They're so... Go further with it and make more it. fans. It's so I think crazy. also something that's annoying for me that I know is annoying for Alex um, and probably Allie, too, is that I have a lot of people that... Um, because you genuinely typically call it K-pop, so I have a lot of people that you know, when I try to get them into it, they're like, I don't like pop music. And people tend to forget that it's Korean music in general, which follows there's into... so many different There's K-Indie, there's K-Rock, there's K-R&B. K-R&B is my favorite thing in the entire world. <laughs> like, yeah, like, I, I feel love like K-R&B. people just completely knock the fact that it's... K-pop is not one thing. It's... The music is just in Korean. So there is genuinely something for everyone. That's mm-hmm. kind of why yeah. it's annoying too that people do not give it a chance because it's like i promise you if you like a certain artist i will find you a song in korean that you will probably also like yeah yeah and every artist like when they release albums every song on an album is a completely different style so genuinely you can play just one album even if it's a mini album that has six songs on it they they go with a different direction and a different genre for every one of the songs and so there really is something for everybody even within one song with there are some songs that can go from hardcore 90s hip-hop into edm within 30 seconds of the song and you're like what but it works. But yeah. it, that's works. the craziest part and that's, is that it works. That's what's very underwhelming about the Western music industry to me is that oh, even though a lot of artists can be versatile in mm-hmm. what they do and can switch it up and can try new things, I feel like within K-pop, you can have one piece of work, you can have one album, and you can get 17 different genres of music within three songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's something that's very no, it's a big, big underwhelming thing. about western artists no offense <laughs> um. i mean there's still like a few western artists that i listen to but it's really yeah like, we still oh, have yeah, our handful do. that we love but it just it just doesn't, doesn't hit the same anymore it really doesn't. It really doesn't. i'm so underwhelmed it's yeah, yeah it's really that's, crazy that's so crazy to think about mm-hmm. yeah. um, um i mean and then and then like going into that i'm really like i guess we should talk about like our favorite groups and everything like that that make us want to stay listening to Korean like artists and everything like that because this is like just a little intro on each of us as to what we're into because you'll hear us talk about these groups a lot probably a lot these are the ones we'll bring up the most (laughs) for sure Mm -hmm. I mean okay um my 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 favorite 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 group in the entire world is BTS um they're absolutely killing it I love that for them my bias uh in BTS is Taehyung Taehyung is my ultimate bias I love him the most out of all my K-pop boys, which is kind of crazy because I have so many. Uh-oh. But I will pick Taehyung any day of the week. <laughs> um, yeah, and then my favorite BTS song is Stay Gold. Um, for a really long time, it was Rain because Dark and Wild is my favorite album. But 
I don't know what it was this year when Stay Gold came out. I genuinely cried for like an hour and a half and I couldn't stop crying and it just felt like a really big hug from them that I really needed. Um, so yeah, Stay Gold is really good. It's my favorite. I actually have that tattooed on my ribs because it meant that much to me, which is wild. Um, yeah, so I love BTS. And then I also really love Stray Kids. Uh, Christopher Bang Chan is my bias. I love that kid. <laughs> I say kid when he's older than me. <laughs> you do that a lot. I do that a lot. I like, they're, they're all my children. I love them all. <laughs> I'm the mom. Like, I feel like a mom friend a lot of the time. So that's why I call a lot of people my kids. Um, yeah, but I love Bang Chan. Chani's Room is one of my favorite days of the week. <laughs> and then I also really love TXT. I love Yeonjun. He's my bias. Um, and Hypen has become a big group of mine. So I really love Sunghoon. And then Nikki is very, very, very strong wrecker. I love Nikki so much. That is my son. <laughs> <laughs> and then since I have been listening since since they debuted, Shiny is one of my top groups. Um, I love Taemin with everything in me. I love all the solo work. I love everything in Shiny. I love all of the members of Shiny and everything. Um, all their work is fantastic and they blow my mind all the time. Uh, Ace is also a group that I really, really love. Junhee is my bias. I love that boy. Uh, and then I also really love the boys. Jian and New are my f- biases there. Yeah. That's for me for boy groups. And Sorry then... to interrupt you, but BTS just tweeted a video about No, them. they didn't. Oh my god! <laughs> Talking about Billboard 100. Can we play it on here? Can we play it? I don't know. Hold on. What's happening right now? That's okay, so, so, so cute. cute. That's probably gonna happen a lot. Um, oh, yeah. we, we get notifications from our favorite people, and you know when when we're celebrating, life goes on being number one on Hot 100 today. Yeah. That's crazy having that debut at the Hot 100. And I don't even know. Ah! <laughs> we also stay up till ungodly hours of the morning, so it's, most of our um, idols are <laughs> posting while we're awake. So yeah, yeah while so. we're recording these, probably it's, it probably will happen a lot. Yeah. Um, but that's that's crazy. Oh my god, I love them so much. I need to retweet that give me a second um yeah but anyway so that's boy groups uh as for girl groups i really love red velvet wendy is my favorite i love her uh everglow i love mia um twice i love my girl chaeyeon and then neon's a very strong wrecker and then i also love uh itsy rujin is one of my is one of my favorite girlies um aespa that just debuted i'm really getting into them i think they're fantastic that is one of the best girl group debuts i've ever heard in my life um so i would like to talk about them eventually later i love winter a lot so far i'm not confirming that she's my bias or anything like that but winter is standing out to me a lot and then for the really, 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 really long time, my favorite girl group ever was 4-Minute. R.I.P. 4-Minute. I love you so much. Oh, Hyuna. Oh, Hyuna. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so those are my groups. But that's that's just K-pop stuff. I really like a lot of other genres, too. So I love K-R&B. So like DPR, J-Park. Um, I love PH1. Uh, you know, this girl loves everybody. I love everybody. Really I really do. Name name somebody. I love them probably. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> um, so for me, um, my favorite group is Stray Kids. Um, my bias is Bang Chan. He is also my ult of ults man. Um, and my wrecker's Felix. So I love my Aussie boys. Um, <laughs> BTS is my second favorite group. Uh, my biases are G Cook, and my wrecker's Yoongi. And then number three would be Seventeen. 
and I love Minghao and Joshua. Minghao is also one of my alts. Um, Victon, Hansei is my bias, and Sejun is my wrecker. Um, five is also in Hyphen, um, because they, we're gonna do, our next episode is gonna be an island slash in Hyphen debut, like, and we're all so just kind of <laughs> in a mind-blown state right now, because in Hyphen just debuted yesterday. Um, they crazy. Yeah. My bias is Jay, and my wrecker's Jungwon, and then AT's Wooyoung and San, and then Astro is Unu, he is my bias, and San is my wrecker, and then... The Rose are my favorite K-band, and Woosung is my bias. I love Sammy so much, and Jaehyung's my wrecker. Um, And then my favorite song by, since Alex did, Stay Gold, my favorite song is by Stray Kids, and it's Levanter. That's also my favorite K-pop song of all time, and my favorite song of all time, I think. Um, So yeah, and then for the girlies, Twice is my favorite girl group. And Geo's my bias. And I'm double wrecked by Mina and Neon. And Itzy, Yeji, and Rujin. I love JYP. <laughs> this girl ults all I of JYP. I ult the entirety Ooh. of JYP. Um, and then three is also for me probably Aespa. Uh, just because, like That's Alex so said, uh, that girl debut for Black Mamba was absolutely insane. I've, I've been just, keeping I've up with every like comeback stage. And even the live stages are insane. The live stages are insane. Um, I don't have a set bias yet either because they are so new, but for me, um, Ning Ning is standing out the most, so it will probably be her, but that is subject to change. All these, this entire list this is subject entire, to change. This entire, everything that we <laughs> just Especially said. Especially for Leah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, my alt groups rotate so much. The only thing I'm 100% positive is that Stray Kids is my favorite. Otherwise, they all, they Otherwise, all, all, it's all a everyone cluster. Everyone is flippity-flopping, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so just, just expect her to change her mind every other episode. I mean, so, same, though. Yeah, like, there's just too, there's too much good stuff too going many on. Good people to love. Um, and then for me, uh, BTS is also my favorite group of all time. And surprise, surprise, Kim Taehyung is my <laughs> bias and also my ult of ult. <laughs> I love that for us. I really do love it for us. You, you say that with sarcasm, but, like, I really do love that for us. No, I really do, actually. It's um, fun. Tay is our person, for sure. Um, and then Jimin and Jungkook are probably my wreckers. I, it's Jimin, but then it's Jungkook. But these those three are my top ults anyway, so they just all they just all flippity-flop. Um, the yeah, BTS, for sure, number one, always. Um, two for me is Stray Kids. Um, Mino. <laughs> I'm I almost can't. positive Mino's her soulmate. I, yeah. I love Mino with everything <laughs> in me. I can talk about him literally all day. Um, I cry about him every day. Anyways. She does. Mino, over his cats. All over his, <laughs> we're literally soulmates. Like, <laughs> he has three you. cats. I have two cats. And, you know, we're just gonna be, we're just gonna be a cat family. It's fine. I love that. <laughs> so, Mino is my bias, and Hyunjin is my record for Stray Kids, and then, uh, TXT will be my next group. Um, I love Yeonjuni, um, so much, and Taehyun. I love them all, but those two really catch my eye. And then, um, yeah, probably Unhypen would be four for me. Their debut last night is so crazy. Again, we'll talk about it, but they just they're <laughs> they're <laughs> they're so crazy. Wow. Um, I love Hisung and Jay and Jake. Those three are crazy. And then um, my fifth group would probably be Super M. I am in love with Bacon. Bacon is one of my ult of ults, and so is Taeyong. Taeyong is my wrecker, and so those two ha- in the same group is just really overwhelming for me. 
Um, so those are my groups. I'm not really into any girl groups as of yet. There's We're working some... on it. It's gonna happen. I'm gonna make her a GG stand. <laughs> There's some songs that I really fuck with, but, you know, I, right now it's all about my boys, and I've just always gravitated more towards male artists, but no disrespect towards the girlies. Um, and then for songs, uh, my favorite song of all time is Spring Day by BTS. That's, that's, that song is just crazy 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 and then um for stray kids it would be mixtape on track i'm just a whore for the slow songs yeah like they i just are i just they really they really get me but then for txt like i love magic island was my favorite txt song of all time and then blue hour came out and i literally cannot stop listening to blue hour to save my life blue so hours. it might be blue hour right now but i don't know that's the flawless discography txt um and then yeah so that's pretty much that. Yeah, so really this episode is just kind of like an introduction to us and what we'll probably be talking about, who we'll probably freak out over the most, but that's not to say we won't freak out about other people because I promise you there are so many other groups that I love that I will talk about um, yeah. for sure. I want to talk about everyone, genuinely. I will talk about everyone. It'll mm-hmm. get there one day. Um, but yeah, so that's really all it is for now. Thank you for listening this far if you have. Um, if you watch, if you play this whole episode, like, like slight clap, slight clap for you. Thank you. We're, I don't we're know. We're usually funny. We're usually way funnier. I promise. It's just this is we just wanted to get an introduction out of the way. Yeah. I think we're so funny. People might think we're this just is a little bit awkward too. Yeah. So yeah. first so episode, awkward. give us a break. so awkward. <laughs> Not damn. <laughs> um. But yeah, so this one's a little bit shorter. We are, our next episode, like we said, um, we are about to do a Island and in hyphen episode, so stay tuned because I got tea to spill. Um, <laughs> She's got a bone to pick. I got a bone to she pick. She has a very large bone Mr. to pick. Mr. Bang PD. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love that man. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure, you old JYP, I'm pretty sure I old big hit. Yeah, we old anyway. big hit. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so we'll probably end up talking about, all, like, that B-Lift big hit form group soon. Yeah. I need to talk about them. I'm, I'm ready to talk. I'm ready to rant for, like, an hour. Yeah. We're, we're going to fill it right now, too. So we're it's fresh in our minds, um, this debut. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much it for this episode. Um, obviously, we are just getting started, so we are going to have eventually social media platforms for our page and fun stuff eventually we have a lot of ideas we just barely grazed the tip of it when we were talking about it Mm -hmm. um so we have so many ideas written down hopefully i'll stick around for these episodes and interact with us and if you have any ideas or anything that you want us to talk about let us know and we will definitely make episodes for what the three people listening will want (laughs) to listen to (laughs) so yeah Alright, so anyway, thank you so much for listening, and hopefully you can hear the next one. (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye. Goodbye.